Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Long Box Guys. With me, as always, are some of my very best friends since I was a very little kid. Tommy, how you doing down there, buddy? I'm doing all right, Tom. How are you doing? What are you drinking? I'm doing great. I'm drinking a highball full of scotch. It's like a highball, except it's none of the ingredients you don't care for in a scotch, like not scotch. <laughs> it's really just a highball glass full of scotch. Mikey, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. And what are you drinking? I have a root beer because uh, my house is now alcohol free. Alcohol free. Well, at some point, I'd love to talk to you about why that is, but I'm pretty sure we're going to get that in the future. It's nothing terrible, I assure you. <laughs> Josh, how you doing? And what are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um... In deference to my acid reflux, I'm going to hold myself to one beer this evening. I'm having the uh, Big Mango from uh, from Treehouse. It's a nice, nice uh, juicy IPA. Oh, you like it, the Big Mango? The Big Mango. I have no idea I don't what know that's. What accent that has. I, I don't know. When I think of mangoes, I think of pigs. When I think of pigs, I think. It sounds Scottish to me. It sounded Scottish to me, too. But, I don't know. We bit of the Scot. We bit of the Scots. We bit of the Scots. And when I think of the Scots, I think let's slip the do- the hogs of war and cry havoc. That's right. Is that the way that phrase goes? I think it's dogs. Okay. But I had to go with hogs because hogs. of mangoes. Why do you think of hogs and mangoes? Hogs love mangoes, man. Okay. I lived on I lived on Hawaii Don't for years. Don't talk your true to me like it's just a known thing out there. <laughs> Khaleesi, this is known. Everybody knows this. Every Hugs. day, LT walks into his backyard and throws some random mangoes and pears to the hogs. <laughs> Timbo and Puma are back there just, thanks! Hakuna thanks. Matata! <sighs> yeah. Okay. Now watch, watch a movie, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> For God's okay. sakes. Yeah. Mangoes and hogs. It's like peanut butter and jellyfish. They just go together. Who wants to give us a little background on our favorite summer boy? Well, he's not our favorite summer boy. That's obviously yeah. Scott. But obviously. if you want a poor impersonator of Scott, you got to go with Alex Summer, a.k.a. Havoc. Uh, first appearing in X-Men number 54 back in March of 1969. Uh, created by Arnold Drake and Don Heck. He, his background is his, he's a mutant. So there, that's how he got his powers. And what are his powers? <laughs> he absorbs cosmic energy and then can release them in bolts of plasma. I guess it's plasma, I don't, whatever the fuck it is. Sure. Sure, why not? Yeah. He, Laser beam. Yeah, lasers. Uh, he's. Yeah, I mean, that's really it. His origin story is uh, he got thrown out of a plane by his father, his bad dad. His dad ends up uh, becoming a pirate in the Shire Empire. His uh, brother, uh, space pirate. Oh, space pirate. You can't just say pirate. Everyone's like, what the fuck is a pirate? Space pirate, for fuck's sake. 
Okay. Dad becomes a space pirate. Brother gets knocked unconscious and has amnesia and doesn't remember that he has a little brother. By the way, if all it took was throwing your brother out of a plane to become a space pirate, you motherfuckers would have been airborne. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have even been me. Josh would have done us all years ago. Like I would have been second in line to toss one of you, but Josh would have got to us first. I mean, fucking yeah. space pirate. Man. Yeah, fuck Josh, space pirate. That's obvious. 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 Yeah, unfortunately, instead of being a space pirate, you'd probably be an ice pirate. Oh. No way. I love that movie. Fuck off. Me too. That's a great movie. Yeah, you still want to throw us. Still want to throw us off. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, he gets adopted, whereas Scott doesn't. Apparently, they never tell his brother after he gets out of a coma. You had a little brother who got adopted. So Scott goes and lives with Charles Xavier, uh, part of the X Men, and you know, Havoc's just doing his thing. He gets kidnapped as one does. And like he's an LA he, cop. <laughs> exactly. He his powers manifest because he's a teenager at that time and he kills the people. But Minister Sinister is like got a heart on for the Summers boys, so he covers it all up and is like, I'll get to you later. And puts him <laughs> back and makes him makes him forget everything that he did, so he doesn't know he has superpowers. Later on he's dating uh Polaris and they join the X-Men. He's with the X-Men when they get kidnapped uh, by Krakoa. And after Krakoa, he's like, I'm out of here. As all the old X-Men were, except for, of course, Cyclops, because he was awesome. And yada, yada, yada. Shit happens. The most uh, important storyline for Havoc is in X-Factor. He eventually takes over X-Factor in the mid-70s of the first volume, and that is such a great run, because Alex is trying to be his brother, but failing at it miserably, because whereas Scott is a great leader, Alex is a horrible leader. And it's just pushy, and nobody respects him or does anything he says. It's a great run of X Factor. It's got, uh, you know, the introduction introduction of Strong Guy, who just kind of does his own thing. Wolvesbane is enamored with Alex. Uh, Polaris, his girlfriend, is in it. Uh, all good stuff. I really enjoyed that run. He also has a run where apparently he's a he's the intersection of different dimensions. So he had a run called Factor X where it explores a different universe where instead of the X-Men, he formed a group called the Six. Um, not as good as the uh, X-Factor run. He also has a weird taste in women. Yeah, Polaris is a catch. We can all agree on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. His brother marries Jean Grey's clone, Madeline Pryor, doesn't know it's a clone, mm-hmm. impregnates her, then leaves her when Jean Grey comes back. Kind of a dick move, not going to lie. Pretty, pretty and, big dick move. Yeah, and Alex decides, 
oh, I'm going to take my brother's cast off. And so he has a relationship with Madeline until Madeline commits suicide, realizing that she's a clone of Jean Grey. That's uh, a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. Let's dig in. So uh, in addition to being a member of the X-Men, he's been a manager, um, member of the Avengers Unity Squad. He was the spokesperson after the X-Men Avengers debacle. He, you know, he was in charge of X-Factor. Um, he formed X-Factor Investigations, which Madrock eventually ends up taking over. He's a member of the Star Jammers. Um, at one point, I think he was a member of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. He uh, he was on Genosha. Yeah, he's he's been around the X verse. But what were you? What do you guys think of Havoc? So my favorite issue with Havoc in it was his first issue, X Men number fifty four, because in it Cyclops just can't wax poetically enough about how much better Alex is than he is. He talks about how well-liked Alex is, how Alex got adopted when Cyclops didn't, how Alex is a better athlete, just how much better of a person Alex Summers is compared to Scott Summers. And I think that just just sums up Alex Summers. I the, I understand that you, you enjoyed it surely because of the Schadenfreude that you think I will be offended that Scott no, no, is no. trying to trying to build up his brother in everybody else's eyes. It just goes to show you what a great brother he is. Yeah. Alex got picked to readopted. Alex was a great athlete without mutant powers. Oh, look at those arms. Look at those <laughs> arms. I mean <laughs> Everybody at school liked Alex. I mean, of the three Summers brothers, Alex is the least brain damaged. Yeah. Huh? Uh, no, he did have a memory loss from when he was after he went through the Siege Perilous. Yeah, but Cyclops is, is eternal, right? He can't control his own optic blast because he got knocked in the noggin. Actually, that, that's true, but he's got better control over his power than havoc does he yeah he i can, don't know as long as he's got that visor he can fine tune his lasers as long as he has a yeah he uh, can't yeah. his visor can i mean i don't want to you know i gotta side with mike on this one uh havoc's power has always been shown as being pretty indiscriminate you know he lets it go and like i mean that's let loose the dogs of war and cry yeah, havoc. He's got I mean, one setting on. Yeah. 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 Destruction. Well, he can on or off, and Cyclops can't even do that. Cyclops, he opens his eyes. He's on. He's on. Unless he's All got the little, time. Uh, little sunglasses on there. And I have to say, it seems like somebody okay, knocks see, his glasses off. He is in trouble. <laughs> So you're saying stop. that all of our high school bullies can take can take him out. That sucks. It sucks God, to know for yeah. me. That's a slap. One slap. Yeah, you no, no, you're saying they powers. can take him out. Oh, yeah. They can't take him out. He can open his yeah. eyes. He can open his, <laughs> eyes, he can open his eyes. But yeah. he has no that control. That bully will regret ever knocking the guy's glasses off. It'll be the last regret he ever has. It'll be a short-lived regret, too. It'll be a short-lived regret. Yeah. I mean, but of the three brothers, you got 
you know, Scott, who shoots laser beams from his eyes. Alex, who shoots laser beams from his tummy. <laughs> or wherever it comes from. It does kind of come from his tummy that he channels through his arms. Like, it, he kind of directs it that way. It does kind of come from his tummy. And then and then somehow Gabe freaking hits the jack the superpower jackpot. Like he's got all he's got a power list like twenty seven powers long. And oh, Scott is shoot from his eyes, Havoc is shoot from his tummy, and Gabe gets like a power list that's like it's like they were in the Marvel's Ultimate Power Book and Scott and Alex only got one role and Gabe got like twelve. Who's Gabe? Vulcan, their little brother. Oh, Vulcan, okay. <laughs> yeah, who took over the Shire Empire. Yeah, he flies yeah. through space, he has psionics, he can heal people, drain people's powers, shoot laser beams from anywhere he wants, including his arse. I don't know if that's true. Wait, but can he I'm, shoot the laser beams from his ass? Because that'd be awesome. I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I mean... Probably. I'm sure. What he can do, he probably can. Oh, man. Now all I want to do is shoot a laser beam out of my ass. Everybody wants to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what comes out of your ass right now. Uh, if, if my two cents on this character is it's going to sound like I'm putting him down, but I like him best when he leaves. <laughs> uh, because. So you like him in mostly every one of his appearances, except yeah, for X Factor. It's true. He does seem to like set people up for success. I didn't like uh, the detective agency until Havoc left and Multiple Man took over. Then it was fun, and then we were having fun, and then it was interesting, and I, I enjoyed that. I kind of feel like this is the character that comes on to a sitcom or a TV show, gives it a good go, and then is gone, and we're like, oh, yeah, he did a stint. So he's like the little cousin that comes on that you didn't he's know about. He's cousin Oliver, yeah. He's absolutely. Oliver, yeah. He's Oliver. He's a rebound boyfriend. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I guess that's, you know, not entirely untrue. Yep. When they just need a little to interject a little uh, chaos into the mix for a few issues and then reset, in comes the next Summer's Boy. Hence the name. Yeah, that's not his power. That's his literary device. Yeah. <laughs> my power is my literary device. You had it mistaken all along. <laughs> he had some very good sales numbers uh, in a comic, but of course it was... The comic was called Meltdown. It was Havoc and Wolverine. And this was back in the 80s when everybody bought everything Wolverine. So I think I I could have sold out Wolverine and Tom. Would have, yeah, would have at least sold 100,000 copies. Yeah. Wolverine, where are we going today? Shut up, Tom. All right. This thing writes itself. Hey, man, we're going to stop at that place for breakfast? No. Local places only. Oh, man, this is a road trip with Josh. Sorry. <laughs> I got to pee. Fuck off. <laughs> it was a four-issue kind of graphic novel, high-quality print. But he gets honeypotted by a a Russian spy to, who convinces him to you know, cause a nuclear meltdown. Huh. He doesn't – Havoc doesn't come off very well in that story. What a wacky spy. Meltdown. I do remember the cover of issue I one. I remember the cover. But I don't remember too. reading yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody read it because it wasn't a great story. But right. I mean, you can find them in the fifty cent bins. That's fair. Is that what? Uh, they don't show the interior artwork. I don't like that cover art, but 
That's just you're not gonna like the interior then. Well, fair. <laughs> totally fair. Anybody else have any uh, last things about the second oldest summer boy? I never liked the hat. The the <laughs> the thing on his they made him wear on his head. Like I was like, yeah, like I get that the uniform was pretty basic. And it wasn't bad. Like it was okay. Like the the spiral white on the chest was okay. Like I get it. I like you know. I like the spiral white on the chest. Yeah, it's nice. He couldn't fly, right? No. No. Like you couldn't like. But the then why does he need airfoils? Is my question. On the hat. I don't know. I always thought he looked like. They serve no purpose whatsoever. Yeah. Who's the? uh, Oh man, he's one of the. Giant mechs, and he's got the red jewel, the ruby jewel, and he had the axes. Mensgar. Not Mazinger. Damn it. Oh, Get a Robo? Was it Get a Robo? I don't know. Anyway, it always reminded me of that. I'm like, why is he wearing that poor mech's hat? <laughs> I want my hat back. <laughs> yeah. Get a Robo. Texas. Give, him, give him my hat back, dick. You're the third but, best uh, summers. Fourth best. I like the dad better than you. Fuck hard. <laughs> As you know, we don't use language like that. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> um, I said my favorite. Um, I guess that's about it. That's a weird one on Havoc, though. I mean, he he isn't like the most popular X-Men, but I thought we would have had something a little deeper on him. I mean, the the... Living monolith slash pharaoh used to always try to capture him so that he could steal his power. The power cosmic is a big power. Being able to right. channel it and funnel yeah. it. I mean, that's Silver Surfer. That's da- Dazzler when she's a scion, I believe, when she's a uh, the henchman Galactus. of Galactus. Yeah, I believe that's part of her power set. And whenever you just need a superpower another superhero you just call him cosmic blank cosmic yeah. spider-man cosmic Howard the Hulk. duck Howard the duck <laughs> <laughs> so the power cosmic is one of the big biggie powers i just yeah he just never really captured me all that much you are correct tom it was get a robo oh good on you tommy good call if we ever do a giant robo one i think we'll, we'll have to have first off tony isabella's got a guest star and i think tommy's still gonna win it all right, I guess that brings us to the front of the lawn box. Mikey, my brother, do you have anything at the front of the lawn box? At the front of the lawn box, I have our other podcast, The Geek Leak, available at www. I know you don't have to type it. Just bear with me. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the long box, guys. And for a mere $1 a month, you can get a bonus podcast from us called the geek leak and all the money that we raised goes to the elizabeth peabody house where they feed how many families last week last week it was 82 families thank you very much lt for helping me load those trucks up yeah so on the geek leak we sometimes do a game called who's who in the dc universe back in 1985 and we're going to do it again this week we uh the the way the game works is we don't keep score and everybody just tries to and guess the, the name of the superhero from the 1985 version of Who's Who in the DC Universe. I will give clues as soon as somebody gets it or I get tired of listening to them and get wrong answers. We'll move on. So 
Rob Wizard. This, uh, we're in the D's right now. <laughs> the D. The D's. So, it's a character we have already done a deep dive on, first appearing in Feature Comics number 27. He was a chemist, then a resistance leader, and now a professional adventurer. He was a member of both the Freedom Fighters and All-Star Squadron. His base of operation is Earth-X. His alter ego is Daryl Dane. Glad you guys pay attention to our podcasts. Uh, his height is either six feet or six inches. Oh, God. Dull man. Dull man. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a professional adventurer uh, appearing in showcase number 79, a member of the Forgotten Heroes, because, yeah, she's pretty forgettable. Uh, she's an Olympic-level swimmer with no real knowledge of hand-to-hand combat, but she's able to remain underwater indefinitely and survive the crushing pressures of the deep and swim in a speed that far outstripping that of a sleek undersea mammal for which she is named. Dolphin girl? Oh, uh, I'm going to give it to you. It's dolphin. Moving on. Thank uh, you, knowledge of the alphabet. <laughs> and by the way, uh, Mike, you don't have to say WWW. All you have to say is, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> and then just do the rest of it. <laughs> uh, next up, we have a member of the Legion of Superheroes. Uh, first appearing in Adventure Comics number 317. She possesses the ability... To see the future as far as a year in advance, though her glimpses of events are mostly uncontrolled. Dynasty? Dynasty? No, that was a show my mom used to watch. Oh. But she is skilled at advanced technology and especially biotech and is probably the second or third best scientist in the Legion. Brainiac 5 being the best. Div- div- divinity or something. It's not that. You're div- uh... She sees no. visions. Well, she might be sleeping. Delphi. That's Dream Girl. We'll move on to another Dream Girl. Uh, yeah, I was going too deep on that one. Oh, this is this is going to be super fast. First appearing in Action Comics number two seventy six. Married to Bouncing Boy. Duo Damsel. Yep. Duplicate. Duplicate is I... from Invincible. But you were close, Tommy. I was going to give it to you. If you said triplicate. Triplicate. <laughs> Didn't one of them get killed? <laughs> yeah, that's why she's doing damsel now. Yeah. Uh, uh, next up. And how Jim good Olson. is Bouncing Boy's By the way, last, last thing on this. How good is Bouncing Boy's life? <laughs> oh, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. damn good. I mean, would have yeah. been even better if he married her earlier. But still, pretty yeah. damn good. Pretty good. I'm good. Triplicate. I might have to. I might have to take medication to make it through triplicate. I think I could. At any younger time, could have made it through Duo Damsel. All right. A member of the Doom Patrol, Rita Farr, is a actress and now a professional adventurer. Oh, what? Uh, the the stretchy girl. Yeah. Uh, first appearing, My Greatest Adventure, number eighty. She can stretch any part of her body to incredible lengths. Uh, but uh, she's giant. Uh, uh, doll. Uh, come on, Tom. 
Give me a hint. It starts with an E. Elongated gal? Elastic girl. Elastic girl. I like elongated gal better because she sounds spicy. Elongated <laughs> gal. Back in the day, we used to go down to the pub. Right, I'm going to skip elongated man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end. Yeah, there we go. Hey. 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 I think LT won. I'll go with that. Sure. Sure, why not? Why not? You got to win in something, LT. Might as well be this. And art. You got two good. Th- you got two things your way ahead. Music. God damn it! Actually, you're doing pretty well. What you got in the back of the long box here, LT? This week I have Sister Shark by Mana Comics. So this is a story of lovely lady. So in in celebration of Pacific Islanders Month, this is a story about a a Hawaiian girl who is a shapeshifter. Who can shapeshift into a shark woman. And it is a story wrapped in sort of Hawaiian mythology. And it is all about her finding her heritage and sort of being forced out into it because the shapeshifting shark people historically have been male and she's like this offshoot that has never really existed. And they're kind of like, we need to kill this person. And it's all about her being trained by these other shapeshifters to fight off these uh, these male shapeshifting man sharks. Uh, and it's a really kind of good coming of age story about this girl who just thought she was different, but really is transhuman and can shapeshift into a shark and her desire to do good in the world and she finds a uh a seal kid who can shapeshift into a seal and uh it's all about them and trying to fight off the yakuza that want to control these different i just want to make sure i get this straight are you telling me that shark men are incel kind of all right they have an entire society. Yeah. That yeah, live in the it's sea. all online. I know. Yeah. And the Yakuza are trying to take all these d- different shapeshifters and sort of exploit their their abilities. And so she fights off the Yakuza. She's trying to uh, train for this big battle with the shapeshifting uh, shark men. And it's just a very good coming of, of age story about a girl who's trying to live her life as a human trying to deal with the fact that she has this whole other ancestry and life that she never knew about and is trying to do right in the world. And it's kind of the intersection of all those things. That sounds like a good comic. I'd read that. I like Hawaiian mythology. It's always fun. Hey Tom. Yeah. Three to 18 spider verse through your eyes on Instagram. Well, that's that's definitely that's definitely an eight, a solid eighteen. Yeah, uh, I agree. Sp- Spider Verse through your eyes is this great. T- Mike, you want to give us the the four one one on what that project is? Nope. No. Okay. You do it. I do it. You do it. Uh, so we were reached, we were reached out by one of our super fans, and they have this um, great idea for their own collection of autographs way back in the day. 
Uh, I think I've talked about mine in the past where I have artists draw a picture of me and a superhero, and that superhero is teaching me something. They got the idea way back in the day of uh, having artists sketch out people of the Spider-Verse for them. And they send you uh, the little cards, those sketch cards, and you then do a sketch for them, and they add it to the collection. I'm bringing up where the page is right now so I don't garble this guy's name or do it injustice. I believe his name is... Spider-Verse through your eyes on Instagram. And the guy was uh, Mike Campbell. He's one of the leaders over there. Uh, terrific guy. So, uh, yeah, it is Spider-Verse through your eyes on Instagram. I'm looking at some right now. Uh, they are super funny. So it's just a, a great collection of all these photographs, uh, all these uh, sketch drawings. I see a great one, a spider pig there. There's a lot of spider ham ones. Yeah, there's just some terrific ones. And we will be adding to the collection. I believe Mike's probably going to, we're going to make our own version of the Fearsome uh, Six or the Secret Six. I think that's kind of our idea at the moment, and it should be a lot of fun. Uh, I will probably try and draw, who's a good one for me for this Fearsome Six? A new Secret Six. I can always try Batrock. He could join the Secret Six. He'd be awesome with the Secret Six. Oh, who's the one that's in, um, bu- 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 um, do you remember when we were watching MODOK and the supervillain came up that I loved that was just in there for no reason? An armadillo? Armadillo, yeah. Maybe I'll get, maybe I'll do an armadillo. Love that guy. All right. I will, uh, I'll, I might give uh, either Doc Ock or Craven a shot. And one thing we also want to try to do is when we put all the cards together, we, we'll try to have a, like a common theme in the back. Like a, like a skyline or something. I believe LT called that a splash page. Yes. Is that what that is? Well, I, I mean, thought was, typically I thought a splash page is one picture, but yeah. Yeah, it was but a splash page, it's just like a big them. centerfold. But if you put them together, it's more of a montage kind of thing. Well, I mean, a splash page is either one huge page picture or, or a double picture. Okay. So that's going to be fun. Also, sorry, that was a little bit of a tangent. Josh, you got a tangent for us? I hadn't really thought of one, but uh, I started watching the season two of Perry Mason started out. And so uh, one of the things or it's sort of his origin story and uh, a, a, a younger Perry Mason starting out as a lawyer. But if you uh, if you could transition into another another like job or another uh, industry, anything like that, if you just just like move out and change what you were doing. What would be the next thing? What's the next thing on your list for job? Mike, I kind of already know your answer. It's what made me think of Perry Mason here, but uh, <laughs> if you could, if you could just pick another or uh, it doesn't have to be your job or just the, the next thing, what's the next thing? Well, that's a funny one for me personally, because you guys have known me for a long time. How many jobs have I had over the years? A lot, a lot. A lot. Yeah. I switched a baker dozen, Tom. 72. 72. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had, I've had probably over 100 jobs over my lifetime. That's probably not hyperbole. One summer, I just spent every two weeks doing another job, doing the training for it and quitting because I knew I was moving at the end of the summer and I thought that'd be fun. And I was right. That was fun. <laughs> that was right. <laughs> I was totally right about that. That was hilarious. I did all the training, said, that's ah, not for me, shook hands, and the next day I was on another job. And it was, it was such a great summer. No responsibility. <laughs> oh, good time. 
I have been uh, doing a little stand-up comedy around town, and I've done enough of it now that I don't want that ever to be my profession. Okay. I am enjoying it, and I want to do it like once a week, maybe once a month, but no. So if I had to do it all over again, I've always kind of had this idea in my back of my head, the romanticized idea of being a gumshoe, so I can see myself trying to do that. A gumshoe. Well, I mean, in retrospect, I mean, even just now, just... I could do it, I suppose. Yeah, you could. Yeah, could. could. Get the hell beat out of me every single week. <laughs> but yeah. Lady would kill me if I was out of the house that much doing stuff. <laughs> Come on, I'm a house husband. This is trophy husband material here, right, guys? Thank God participation's a trophy in this day and age. How about you, LT? What would you do next? Uh, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. <laughs> That's fair. And yes, I do think it's like the Rockford Files, Mike, who asked a question by texting. Yeah. 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 You try to take pictures of people flandering and cheating from a distance. They see you. They run over. They beat the hell out of you. They beat you up. Yeah. Try to take your camera. Yeah. And they try to pull the film out, but now everything's stored in the cloud. And you're like, sorry. 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 Too late. It's cloud sync. It just goes, it goes right up there. Sorry about that. Sorry. Did anyone not go? How about you, Josh? You brought it up. I don't know. I mean, I know you've always kind of liked the idea of being a pilot. Is that something you'd like to go back to? I would love to fly again, but it was never something after having done it for a while. I, it was something I discovered I did not want to do it for as a profession. Yeah, that's another one of those where it's, it's a lot more boring shit than you think. Boring and shit than you think. Yeah. It's like I, you know, I'm in IT. I babysit computers on the ground or hear me out. I could babysit computers in the air. It's. Yeah, sort of six of one there. I don't know. I uh, you crash the stock market. Like you crash the plane. Teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you from experience, someone's done it by accident a couple times. This dream can come true. Yeah, I know it sounds awful, and I don't know, but I do. Whenever I do, whenever I teach any of these skills, like when I do sword classes or stuff like that, I do really enjoy teaching. Yeah, I like teaching. I, I enjoy teaching when I. When, when I do it, but I don't know if I'd want to do it full time. Like once a week now, I do the um, class that I do at my my after school program, which is called Quest Club, which is ostensibly teaching kids to work together and to play Dungeons and Dragons, but to do it in a, a way that is, you know, building on skill sets about listening to each other and doing all that. I really enjoy that. I'm having a great time doing it. I've done plenty of panels with you guys. That is a teaching and learning experience. Sure. Absolutely, we teach every time we do it, I think. Even during karaoke, we learn who's a bad singer. We learn something every single time. <laughs> I learned that I can't run around for 60 minutes <laughs> like a maniac anymore. <laughs> Mikey has an idea. Maybe we could just uh, syndicate Last Nerd Standing. That's right. Oh, yeah. that'd be so go, awesome. Just go be, go be a game show. Yeah, we can be a game show. We gotta put a pitch together. Oh, we'd be a game. You know what? That'd be a great game show for bars. Stand up! <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love... We've all played Bar Bingo. Bar Bingo's fun. Sure. This would be a little bit like Bar Bingo. A bit. Except everyone's gonna be lying. Yeah. And we can't check. Can't check. <laughs> That's okay, because all the prizes come from the dollar stores. <laughs> And every time we do the the bar thing, we never change the questions. <laughs> but hear me out, we'd have a lot less shit in the house. 
It's true. As an LT, we could play Lesnar standing just with the junk you kind of get out of your house for decades. I got rid of some at uh, our last node standing at Pensacon. I know you did, and it was quite a bit. Quite a bit, indeed. Quite a bit. <laughs> All right, I guess that'll bring us over to plugs. Uh, I think we put in for Awesome Con. I'm not sure if we actually got into it yet. Uh, we'll find out that maybe next week or the week after that, but we'll probably go to Awesome Con anyways in Washington, D.C., because that looks like a fun week off. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good guests there, a lot of good artists there. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if we just went and Schmegged off. Did we present last time? Yeah, we presented last time we were there because I was there. <laughs> I can't remember what I did, but I was the only one there, and I know I did something. I am the Iron Man. I think Man you did civil group. rights and social justice. Probably so. I probably had a great time doing it. Yeah, you did horrible, horrible stereotypes. That's all I did. It was an easy one. So I hope we do it again. Anybody else got anything to plug? I'd like to thank Kirby Crackle for providing our geek rock music. You can check him out at kirbycracklemusic.com or go over to Bandcamp. I'd like to thank geekorthodox.com. 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 Purveyor of fine t-shirts. Hello, Purveyor of fine, t-sh- fine t-shirts and other geeky things, such as stained glass prints, Johnny Skywalker rocks glasses, you name it, they got it at geekorthodox.com. Except for t-shirts, you got to go to ianlino.com for t-shirts. All I your fin- t-shirts, baseball hat needs. I finished off my Geek Orthodox Harry Potter window. So oh, I've got nice. the four houses, and then I've got the the three broomsticks and the leaky cauldron uh, hanging up on one window. The other window is just general geek stuff, but uh, like House Mormont, uh, a D20, a Beholder, and then I just got World's End and the Prancing Pony, and I sent the picture to Ian, and he was like, what do you want the last one to be? And I was like, ooh, I kind of want the World's End to go along with the Winchester Tavern. Yeah. Yeah. But you're all crazy about that for not doing... um the vulgar unicorn, the one of the greatest of all time. Also fair. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for chiming in with that. I didn't think anyone else would be enthusiastic about the vulgar unicorn, the but I love these. Yeah, right? I love these yeah. world. Love the vulgar unicorn. I ask him every time I, I see him if they might want to do one. But do they actually ever describe what the symbol is for vul? I mean, one can surmise, but I don't know. If the- yeah, there's one. Uh, there, there's one of the books has the thing on the front cover. There's it's, also a band called the Volga Unicorn. I, yeah. I am now compelled <laughs> to listen to them. Uh, and the uh, it's 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 nothing off the wall. It's mostly a unicorn in what's it called when they're on the two legs? Rampant. Thank you. It's a rampant unicorn. I learned a new word today. Thank you, LT. I'm full of information. And I know, Josh, this is going to be some trivia that Josh is going to love. I'll even let Josh do it. Josh, if a statue is shown and the general on it is rampant, what does it mean? Uh, It's one of a died in battle, right? That is correct. Died in battle. So if you see a general who's got the horse rearing up, that means the general died in battle on horseback. Uh, No, he died in the battle that's on the memorial. 
Oh, you okay. Have, to have been on horseback. All, all almost all generals are signified on horseback. You didn't have to die on horseback. I thought the two also many died off horseback. I thought no, the one two, up. No, one up is died of wounds received in battle. So okay. he died. He didn't die at the battle. He died afterwards. Wounds and up. All hoofs down means he died of some other cause. Yeah. All right. See, we learned another thing today, right, guys? There you go. I was pounding that. I knew kind of it. It's one of the ones where. I know it means something. I can go look it up. It's like when someone asks Sherlock Holmes what are the names of the planets, he's like, I don't know. I'm like, what? He goes, I can look that up. <laughs> I can't look up what phosphorus smells like after five weeks. I gotta know that shit. But I can look up what the planets are. So there's a novel, Tales from the Volga Unicorn, and there is a shield in the back with a symbol on it, but I don't know if that's the symbol of a tavern. Kind of look like it to me. I think that's what I'm okay. thinking of. I loved all those things. They're very Conan-esque. I gotta reread re- 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 yeah. some of those. Very Fawford and the Grey Mouser, Conan. Yeah, yeah. Terrific yeah. stuff. Good, not, yeah, good series. I haven't not read it. Change in the world, but it's good stuff. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the last time I read a Thieves World book. Probably college. Oh, Army for me, which is college for you. <laughs> About the same years. I guess that's it. Uh, I guess we are just down to. Mikey, what's this podcast like to you? It's, it's like, like a furnace going off in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh, Washington, D.C., when we go on down there, is that your sector? Yeah, that's in June or so. That's a ways off. But yeah, D.C. Yeah. is my sector because I love Ethiopian food. So I stop there all the time. Good Ethiopian food in D.C. That is no lie. Tommy, Tommy, sweet Tommy, any last words for us? Oh, man. If you haven't got your vaccination, go ahead and get one. Get Get your booster. Get all your shots. Come do shots with us. Shot Blue Longbox. Shot, 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 And don't forget what I always say. Just promote what you love. Don't diss what you hate. You're going to live longer my way. Thank you for the Longbox, guys. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.